Good morning or afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. I am just grateful to have you here. We are finally almost, almost halfway through. Not quite yet, though. But we are starting chapter 14 today and um, for the book of Proverbs. And let's go ahead and start in prayer and then continue on um, reading the scripture. All right. Dear Father God, thank you for everything that you have done for us. Thank you for giving us um, just the discernment that we need to take in what you have revealed to us thus far. We pray that as this study goes forward, that um, more and more others can start to study your wisdom on their own with the discernment that they need to have to understand exactly what you're saying to them um, a layer or two deeper than what we read on the surface of the pages. We know ultimately your will be done. And we just ask that you help us in leaning our hearts to go along with that as well. And everything that you do, you know it is good. And it all works out for the good of those who believe in you. Again, I say thank you we wish to continue to walk in your way based on what you place on our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, you guys. So um, let's get started. There again is no subtitle for chapter 14, and we are going to go ahead and read. The wise woman built her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. He who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is perverse in his ways despises him. In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find it, but knowledge is easy to him who understands. Go from the presence of a foolish man when you do not perceive in him the lips of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools mock at sin, but among the upright there is favor. The heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger does not share its joy. The house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Even in laughter the heart may sorrow, and the end of mirth may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. The simple believes every word, but the prudent considers well his steps. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and a man of wicked intentions is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil will bow before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor man is hated even by his own neighbor, but the rich has many friends. He who despises his neighbor sins, but he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. They do not go astray who devise, or do they not go astray who devise evil? But mercy and truth belong to those who devise good. In all labor there is profit, but idle chatter lends only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. A true witness delivers souls, but a deceitful witness speaks lies. 
In the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence, and his children will have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, to turn one away from the snares of death. In a multitude of people is a king's honor, but in the lack of people is the downfall of a prince. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. He who oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him has mercy on the needy. The wicked is banished in his wickedness, but the righteous has a refuge in his death. Wisdom rests in the heart of him who has understanding, but what is in the hearts of fools is made known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him who causes shame. Well, this is the word of the Lord. So let's go ahead and start at verse um, one, where it says the wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. So it says that the woman develops her household to have a peaceful, nurturing setting. All right. So if the woman of the household is consistently causing strife and contentions amongst the family members, whether it be between she and her husband or the children and the husband and just causing a lot of division in the household, that's not good. And it it doesn't, it's not honored by God at all. So, you know, a wise woman builds her house to have peace and to set up a very nurturing and loving environment for the whole family. Okay. Um, We're going to move on down to verse three. It says, "In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wi- uh, <laughs> but the lips of the wise will preserve them." So obviously, you know, the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride. So anyone, again, see, we're bringing up arrogant pride another time here in chapter fourteen. It doesn't do anything to benefit you. Again, it's something the Lord does not honor. So stop speaking foolishly out your mouth with pride and arrogance, pomp and circumstance, thinking that you know it all, no one can tell you anything, you know best, you know how to do it, and you don't need any help. That's when you know that you're living um, with the mindset of Satan. You're living in the flesh because you think that you in and of yourself as a human being have it all figured out and you don't need any spiritual help from God or anyone else or anything else or whatever. And that's not the case. Everyone needs the knowledge and wisdom understanding of God in order to have a true successful, a truly successful life, a flourishing life. It goes beyond just being successful, a actually flourishing. Flourishing is when you um, really are flourishing in um, the physical and in the spiritual realms. Like you're just with God, you're one with God. But when you're just out here making it and it seems like you're successful, I mean, you're putting all this energy into yourself. You're not praying with supplication, the Holy Spirit for any assistance and everything that you do in your ways, man, you're going to struggle. You're going to be tired. You're going to have anxiety, probably depression, uh, stress issues, weight issues because of the stress and the bad eating habits that go along with your crazy schedule. It'll just start to pile up on you. And um, soon a breakdown will happen at some point in time. And the breakdown comes in many different forms. It could be a breakdown of a nervous breakdown. It could be a panic attack. It could be an anxiety attack. It can be sickness where you um, something in your body, an organ fails and you end up in the hospital. It could be um, bringing cancer on, onto yourself. It could be... Um, 
those are all like curses. Those are pretty much curses. It could be anything negative like that. Um, it could bring. It could be just strife constantly coming into your life because you're not making good decisions. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not getting good rest and sleep, and you don't value hard work because you're trying to find a shortcut or maybe you do value hard work but the way in which you're working is in vain because you're always spinning your wheels trying to get something done so we need to be careful not to do those things and um really understand that you don't know it all and you don't have it all without god you just don't you think you do remember anything that we do in life is with the assistance of spirit it's either holy spirit or unclean unholy spirit um there is no middle ground that's it All right, let's go to verse seven. It says, go from the presence of a foolish man when you do not perceive in him the lips of knowledge. So as soon as somebody starts talking foolish and folly, um, it's probably best to say nothing if you don't know what to say. But if the Holy Spirit um, puts it on your heart to speak truth in in um, in a kind way or in a certain way, go ahead and speak it. Um... You know, but don't do it in your own mind and in your own right. Just kind of like, you know, go off to the side and, you know, commune with the Lord real quick. Be like, should I say anything or whatever? Sometimes the Holy Spirit will immediately just bring something to mind that he wants you to say. Um, But go from the presence of a foolish man. And sometimes that might mean losing friends or distancing yourself away from family members. And that might seem hard to do. But when you have the Holy Spirit indwelling in you, trust me, it won't be that hard. It really won't be that hard. What will be harder is whether or not you want to trust the process of what God and what the Holy Spirit is trying to do in your life and what he's trying to work in you. It's just part of a purification process. Go from the presence of a foolish man. Always. Always. Okay, verse 9. Fools mock at sin, but among the upright there is favor. This is true. They will laugh. They will talk about how they don't need Jesus, all this other stuff. You know what? Um, that's fine to them, but you don't believe that. That's, that's not the way, it's not the, it's not the truth. And, uh, it's definitely not the life, man. You don't want that life because it'll come back to you, um, in forms of strife and of sickness, of persecution of some form. And it's not to say that God's children don't, uh, don't, um, go through persecution of some form, but they go through it because they have a Christ light that shines from within them and um any any minuscule vile amount of wickedness or darkness sees the Christ light in you and they don't like it and so remember we're fighting against spirits and principalities of darkness we're not fighting against people it's something inside them that doesn't like the light that you carry so it's automatically gonna make your life difficult and I say it because it's not the person. It's something It's something spiritual, spiritually dark within that person. Even if it's very small, it's something spiritually dark because it could be something as much as envying you or being jealous of you or something you may have or jealous of the blessings God has been giving you um, that they'll, they'll go that way and um, they'll come for you. And it could be on the job. It could be in your personal life. Um, but just pay attention to that stuff and kind of take two steps back away from them. Go to God in prayer and um, ask them to help you um, in what to do about that situation, especially if it's a family member that can be really difficult or maybe even just a longtime friend that can be really difficult too. But you have to step away from fools, people who mock at God, who mock Jesus. You have to. It's part of of the most precious thing to protect is your mind. 
Okay, that's something the Lord told me a long time ago. And the number one way you're going to protect it is through getting his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding. In Proverbs, through what Jesus spoke to people in the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, you know, you're going to have the renewing of the mind. And it is absolutely necessary to get through this, this life in this real world his physical world um we're gonna go to verse 11 now and it says um the house of the wicked will be overthrown but the tent of the upright will flourish so guys there's a promise for you just you know fear not again it's a consistent theme um throughout the whole bible fear not um the tent of the upright will flourish have patience you have to have the patience required Um, to lean into the Lord and allow him to direct just have the patience man it'll come Um, but rest assured that the upright will flourish okay and the house of the wicked will be overthrown so that's just kind of a little bit of motivation and encouragement for you in um, verse 11 right there moving on to verse 12 it says there is a way that seems right to a man but its end is the way of death so this is funny because like there's so many people that um that work in their own might all the time but they're always struggling they're always under strife and um things kind of some somehow don't seem to work out the way that they want it to um and it's because you're probably going against the will of god see when we stop and slow down and we really start praying to him and asking like lord speak to me like what is it you want me to do we have to abandon our life and ourselves and our ways over to god when we do that and once we do that and he starts purifying us um, to his will and you'll start to see that what he wants us to do although it might seem scary at first it starts to come easy we start to get more bold about it through the power of the holy spirit we start to have a um a a significant love for it through the power of the holy spirit and um we we start to develop more of a sound mind about it um through the power of the holy spirit remember he doesn't give us a spirit of fear or timidity but a spirit of power of love and a sound mind because in the beginning you're probably not gonna have a sound mind about like god do you really want me to do that you really want me to go there whatever whatever but Yes. All right. Um, so there is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. Working in your own right, especially doing anything um, vile, wicked or evil. You know, it's evil. Um, you know, it's wicked, especially if you're harming children. If you're not attending to um, the orphan and widow or the needy, just in general, like you completely neglect them. And the only time you feel you need to give to them or you think you're giving to them is around the holiday season, man. It's a year round thing. It never ends. There's poor people year round. There's hungry children year round. Um, so you know, it's life is bigger than us. It's bigger than our possessions. Um, now, if you can have these possessions and you still be a good steward and manager of the resources God has entrusted you with, then that's the blessing he's giving you because you consistently and always bless each other. So I don't believe that people who are radically blessing others um, are meant to just consistently be in, in poverty or poor them poor themselves like this is being taught in some churches and and like where does that even come from like he said several times you bless others you shall be blessed and the, the lord says if you do certain things you will be blessed you will have the desires of your heart um but remember he has to come first um as well as you know helping other people and finding um his truth and his love his wisdom um and then helping others who are in need or are in poor are poor uh and they're needy in whatever ways that they need you know the help that they need um and how are you utilizing those possessions okay what are you doing with the money he's giving you to help 
to help others? And how are you managing these resources? How are you managing your time? What are you doing? See, we don't stop to think about these things that when everything is selfishly ours and for our own selves and for our own will and way, then we can expect our lives to not go the way we want. I mean, but if we're a child of God and we're saved and we have hard times, we know we will be able to get through those hard times um, through the love of the Lord. Verse 16, a wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. <laughs> Y'all, I've seen this firsthand. People telling me they don't need Jesus. They don't need to try him. Um, they don't need to read the Bible. There's no point in it. And I'm just like, what? I mean, this is it was, that's a full-on spirit of the Antichrist. If anyone says those things to you, that is full-on Antichrist. They are Antichrist, and you need to remove yourselves away from them. Don't stay around their environment or be amongst their environment because that vileness and wickedness can get into your spirit. I mean, you're in that. That atmosphere with people speaking that negativity and that craziness so it says a wise man fears and departs from evil all right so um if you become wise uh, with um the light of christ then yes you will you leave your evil ways it becomes almost effortless like you just won't have the desire to do some of those sinful things um lifestyle wise that you were doing before okay and it says but a fool rages and is self-confident so when you're boastful and braggadocious and self-righteous in your sin and in your inequities and the way that you live your lifestyle woe to you okay so if, if you want to be brazen about your your sinful lifestyle I don't know what to tell you, but to please repent for it and turn away from it. Because if you don't, it will not turn out good for you. You will not have an eternal everlasting life when you die. Um, and if you're spewing heresy lies um, about the truth of God, then you will burn in the fire and chill hell. You will burn um, day and night for all of eternity. There's no secret about that. There's no tricks to it. God's truth is God's truth. God's word is his word. He's created all and everything. He can destroy all and anything, any moment, time that he wants to. He did it once before. He can definitely do it again. You know, he saw one family that was upright in his one family in the entire world. The world, y'all. One family. Noah's family. That's so sad. Because God was God regretted that he even made human beings because they were so wicked. And unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of people in the world going in that direction again. Just when he um, allowed Sodom and Gomorrah to be demolished, okay? Just when he um, flooded this earth to take out infant, baby, child, wife, mother, <laughs> and husband, all gone, dead, drowned, just drowned, all right? And the rainbow is a symbol. It was a covenant that he set in the sky to promise his people for all generations to come that he would never take out all living things by flood waters ever again. That's water. He didn't say he wouldn't take it out by any other means. So um, depart from evil if you are still fully well and able to do so. Depart from evil. Um, and just understand when you have someone who rages and is self-confident brazen and bold and self-righteous in their inequities if you feel uh, it on your heart through the holy spirit to try and help that person reach out to that person but if they consistently reject you take it to god in prayer and continue doing what god is telling you to do in your life to help keep you close to him and maybe to bring someone else um, over to his kingdom 
verse 21, it says, He who despises his neighbor's sins, but he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. See, I just said, don't forget about the poor. It's a year-round thing. Let's not just get all excited during holiday season. It's a bunch of foolishness why we all do that. I mean, it's a psychological, it's a marketing ploy, y'all. Like, come on, we need to get out of the marketing campaigns of the world and getting to the campaign of God, all right? Um, There is so much more to live for when we do that. There is so much more that our eyes will be open to, that our ears will be open to, that our hearts will be open to when we get into the campaign of God. Um, But the campaign of God is truth, (laughs) is how to not just be successful in life, but how to flourish in life, which is is so much bigger thing than just being quote unquote successful. You want to flourish. And when you flourish, you are successful beyond belief. You are blessed beyond belief in the physical realm and the spiritual realm. And and that's what life is really about. All right. So um, verses 26 and 27. In the fear of the Lord, there is a strong confidence and his children will have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. So that kind of coincides with turn away from your evil ways, right? Um, because only a fool rages and is self-confident, which obviously that equates pride, which clearly we've, we've been able to exemplify in so many verses now that it leads to strife, leads to destruction, and the God, God does not honor it. So, um, the fear of the Lord, in the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence. This is true because the power of the Holy Spirit gives you also a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a sound mind. So, you just talked about that, and that equates to confidence, okay, in what he has for you to do um, in your life to lift up his kingdom and his children will have a place of refuge. All right. So your refuge is in the Lord, your shelter in life. Well, it's really spiritual. Remember anything in the physical has direct ties to the spiritual. So anything that's going on in life, like the Lord, he's your refuge. He's where you hide under. He's the the shadow. He will cover you with the shadow of his hands, man. You just, and you just walk in confidence because you know, you're protected. He has promised you that he has promised you that you are preserved. You are preserved, man. It, oh, it's so beautiful. He who is slow, uh, verse 29. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts, exalts folly. So someone who just knee-jerkly reacts to something on television or even having road rage. I know the road rage thing, y'all. It's hard. I get it. People just do stupid stuff. They don't know how to drive. They move in too slow. They in their phone. They about to cause an accident. They bop into music, not paying any attention to what's happening in front of them or beside them. It's hard when it comes to road rage. I'm with y'all on that one. But we still can't act impulsive. Just what I've learned to do recently is I'll just be like, I just take a deep breath and I might look or cut my eyes. And I'm just like, oh gosh. And I'll say, Lord, help me. Because I have to. I literally send up a, a prayer just as short as that because he knows what I'm asking for. Because I can't deal sometimes with these folks out here. It is very frustrating. Um, but to be slow to wrath, um, is honored. Okay. So we want to do things that God honors and blesses. All right. So that's the whole name of this, this game. It's not really a game. Um, but that's the whole name of, of this. All right. Verse 30, a sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Guys, why do we envy and cover it over people? Who cares what these reality TV celebrities have? Who cares what they are doing? Who cares what their hair looks like? It's nice to look at those pictures and like them, but who really cares? None of that stuff really matters in the grand scheme of things. Go feed 
um, go drop off some canned goods at your local food shelter or food pantry. Go give a homeless person a $10 bill with some um, local fast food market or fast food restaurant coupons, like paper clips or it. Go see how you can help the local women's shelter or what you can do to um, help the local pound with some of their animals. Like, can you volunteer or can you drop off dog food or can you whatever, maybe just donate money? What can you do to help someone in your community? Your neighbor down the street just might need a hot meal. Your neighbor down the street might just need a kind word from you. Or maybe their kid doesn't have a father or mother in the home because maybe they're away on deployment in the military. Or maybe that parent passed away. Or maybe that parent just decided they didn't want to be in that child's life. What kind of note? Like, you know what really impacts people? Cards. Actual cards where you write a little note or something and put a little sweet something in there. Maybe that person might need help with a little bit of money, give them $50 to pay a bill or something, or a little gift card to a restaurant. Just something sweet, just because. Don't do it because it's on a holiday. Do it because you love that person, you care about that person, just because. Man, doing things like that blesses people so much. I know from personal experience of doing things like that and even being the receiver of things like that, it comes as a very lovely surprise. And everyone is usually going through something at some point in time. And that could just be just like a sweet note to them to just be like, okay, yes, it's worth me to keep trying. You know, life isn't always fair. It's not always this, but this really made my day. So sometimes you can just make someone's day by just sending a note without even putting anything extra in it. Just send them a kind note, sign it and say, hope to see you soon, whatever. Okay. Um, so, and don't envy people let God has for you, what God has for you and God has for someone else, what they have for them. And if you and another person are into the same things, a hobby, he has space for them to do their job and he got space for you to do what's in your lane too, or the same thing. Okay. You probably hope probably put it on your heart to do it in a different way. That's all. And some people will gravitate to that person and the way they do it. Some people gravitate to you and the way you do it. And then there's going to be some people that might gravitate to the both of you all. All right. Verse 31, he who oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him has mercy on the needy. So y'all stop prejudging people before you decide to give to them. The people who are homeless on the street. It's not your business what they do with the money. Now you might say, yes, it is. No, it's not. The Lord sees your heart in giving to them. So that's where your blessing comes from. Now, their curse or their blessing comes from what they decide to do with the money and where their heart is. God saw that your heart was right in giving the money or helping them in whatever they need help with. And so you get blessed because you bless someone else truly and honestly and genuinely from the depths of your heart. All right. 34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. So I'm going to read my study notes on that one. It says, Although each individual is responsible for his or her actions, the effects extend to the whole community. Again, helping the needy, the widow, the orphan, the poor. It's a year-round thing, guys. (laughs) It's year-round. All right. Um, Acts of kindness, being slow to wrath, slow to anger. Um... Loving your neighbor as you would love yourself. Do unto your neighbor as you would have them do unto you. Regardless of, of what they do, how they look, how they smell. Just treat them with kindness. Love. Help them out if they need help. 
and the nine because I can tell you right now if a flood were to come through your neighborhood and some of you have have experienced this you know people just start helping why don't we just consistently do that whether there's a flood or not those are the things these are the things we need to dig into and ask ourselves it's something that needs to be continuous not just oh when a natural disaster strikes and some of us do do that so some some of us are like that already that's awesome in verse 35, the king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him who causes shame. So those who cause shame um, through going against the word of God, the word of the Lord, um, mocking and scoffing, um, <laughs> the Lord's wrath is against you. And it might be in the most subtlest of ways, but I'm sure there's something in your life that you're tired of dealing with. Whatever that thing is, if you speak against the word of the Lord, that's his wrath that he's allowing to have against you. You have to understand that and know that. Remember, turn from your evil ways, things will get better. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this on chapter 14. It was a little lengthy today, but um, I felt like these were important points to talk about. You know, and, and just put it into perspective on how to apply it to your life and just really take it seriously and, and cherish it. All right, guys, I love you. I hope you have a wonderful day, evening, or night. And I will see you um, in the next video for chapter 15. All right, bye.